1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning. So here we are entering the last couple of months of 2018. Before we look ahead to what kind of year it's been in real estate, what's the market like right now? It, it, well, first, I can't believe it's the last two months of 2018. It <laughs> seems like we just did our projections for 2018 a few weeks ago. Uh, but the market has been pretty solid over the last few months. And and again, October, everyone kept saying it's got to slow down in October. You know, it's the fall market. But it didn't. York region itself was up 11% for October. So if you look at, we had 1,237 properties sold in the month of October versus last year's 1,114. So 11%, a double digit increase. We've seen this trend. We've seen this coming from May. So June was up, July, August, September, and now October is up. And we're seeing a lot in terms of consumer confidence. We're seeing properties still coming on the market first week of November, and we're still seeing people list their properties. And usually at this time, what you saw was just the remnants of the, the late summer or early fall listings, but you're still starting to see them. Weather contributes a lot to that. So as we continue through the fall, as we get through November and the snow holds off and the weather stays nice, you're going to start to see more people put their homes on the market in anticipation of uh, a sale prior to Christmas. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed for no snow. But I'm I'm just so surprised to see and to understand that weather has such an impact. Huge impact. And you see that in the summertime as well. When you have a rainy summer, it's not as busy. But this summer, the, I think the reason that we had such a good late summer was the weather was beautiful. And people were out there. Curb appeal is there. So you get to see houses in a, in a great light. And that contributes a lot to people's psyche and, and their willingness to move and to buy and to sell. And what do you want to focus on here on the first weekend of November? It's inventory. So right now we have a great selection out there for uh, not only for buyers, but even for sellers when they're selling and wanting to move up to another home or downsize or right size or smart size. You've still got inventory out there. So it's not like people are saying this year, I'm going to wait until more stuff comes on in the spring. There's still good inventory out there and prices are stabilized. It's a very healthy market out there. So you're not going to be in multiple offers where you're going to have to pay $100,000 more for your home. You've got a good selection. This is a great time to buy. And is this trend just here in the region? I mean, you've been in this business a long time. Are you noticing it beyond these 905 borders? This is for pretty much the entire Toronto Real Estate Board is, uh, you know, in similar circumstances. So you've got a lot of inventory. Prices are are holding strong, but at the same time, they continue to creep up. And you don't have that fear that you're going to have to qualify for $100,000 more than you can afford in order to get a house because you're going to be bidding against 10 other people. 
multiple offers are back. And the reason is as inventory starts to go down, you're going to start to see the good homes on the market get more attention. So you are seeing multiple offers return to the market. We had an agent in our office last week. They put four offers on four different houses and they were in multiples on all of them. Wow. And, you know, this is, but this is normal and we expected this because as inventory, inventory starts to decrease, you're going to have that. You're going to have bidding wars. So that window for buyers is starting to close a little bit. And as it continues to get narrower and narrower, you're going to start to see buyers scrambling to get into a home. How do you navigate that bidding war scenario, multiple offers scenario? Because, you know, as a, as a buyer, I think it's, um, it's a bit, uh, you know, frightening to know that, oh, I'm getting into this situation. I may not get this home. How do you navigate those waters? That was probably the toughest part of 2016 was the multiple offers and even early 2017 because you did not know what you were getting into. And you could go in and there might be two offers on a property and you're pretty much guaranteed that you're going to win that war as long as your agent structures the offer properly. That could be a whole different show. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But you could go in and you could be up against 18 people. And someone that really wants that house could say, I don't care what the price is going to be on this home. I'm paying cash. I will go up a hundred or $200,000 over. And that was happening. That was a reality. And that was a real fear. Wow. I'm just shaking my head. Unbelievable. I'm not sure I could handle that kind of stress. So in terms of the multiple offers and those scenarios that you're seeing right now, what are those scenarios like? Most of them, people are getting asking price. They're getting ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars over asking, which is manageable. I mean, when you're qualifying for a mortgage and you have to put an extra ten or fifteen or twenty thousand down, that that's doable. But putting an extra two hundred or two hundred fifty thousand dollars down, we had a multiple offer where they paid four hundred thousand dollars more. Uh, it was our listing, but uh, the buyer ended up paying four hundred thousand dollars more because they just wanted that particular house. And when you get into something like that, there's there's no rationale behind it. It's just emotion. It's just emotion. And as a as an agent, what do you do to guide your client through that? You try not to get them or let them get too excited because when when someone pays four hundred thousand dollars over asking in a home, that's the easy part of it. It's getting them to close on that home. That's the hard part because if they have to go and get financing, the bank is still going to appraise that home at market value. So if someone's paying $400,000 over market value for a home, they have to put that $400,000 down. So, you know, how many people have that available to put down? So as enticing as it is to get into a bidding war and win out on the home that you love, sometimes you have to pull back and say, this is not the right decision. And those $400,000 over asking scenarios are very few and far between, right? Yeah, they're non-existent now. Okay. So unless, unless you get someone that prices a home really low and they're coming up to market value, right now people are getting market value and they're paying market value. So there's no, you know, homes that are overpriced that are going to get what they're asking for. They're just going to sit on the market because everything else that, that's out there is priced at market value. And if you were to look ahead and and look back as to what kind of year it's been in real estate, you know, in 2018, what do you think? How would you describe this year? 2018 started off very soft. If you remember, we were down 50%, 40%, 38%. 
And we knew that as we got past May and June, we would start to eat away at that deficit. Right now, if you look at York Region for the year, so year to date, we're down about 20% in terms of sales. So uh, last year at this time, we had 13,424 sales. This year, we have 10,715. This is year to date. So we've started to eat away at that gap. And as November continues through, and if we have a strong November and then a strong start to December, you're going to see that come down to maybe 17%, 15%, which is going to be great for the real estate market because after all the negativity, after everything that happened over the first part of 2018, if you would have said at the beginning of the year, the market's going to be down 15%, everyone would have said, let's take it. Really? Because you didn't anticipate that. You thought the gap was going to be a lot wider. When it started off, we, the gap was looking like it would be 40 to 50%. And even in the 30s, we're saying that would be an acceptable change. And everything points to next year going back up to about 92, 93,000 sales for the Toronto Real Estate Board. So this year, we'll, we'll fall short. We'll sh- fall short by about 9,000, 10,000 sales for that number. But next year, that will return. So that, again, when I speak about that window closing, you probably have as a buyer maybe two or three months because come January, the the early spring market is going to hit again and things will start to move. You're going to be put back into that situation where there's less supply and more demand. Okay, when we come back, we visit the luxury market. And still ahead on the show, this week's hot listing. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. We're joined in studio this morning by Heather Cooper, also from Remax, to talk about the luxury market. I can't wait, Heather. Yeah, it's exciting. You know, we, we're looking at the luxury market. So when we talk about luxury in the GTA, we're looking at sales over $3 million. And when you look at our sales over $3 million uh, for this year, we've had 76 sales. So it's still active. But last year was a record-setting year, and we had 180 sales that were wow. over over $3 million. Oh, my. Yeah. And, and a lot of that, Tina, had to do with the heat of the market. And you had places that may have sold for $2.2, 2, $2.5 going for $3 million because it was all multiple offers. It, it, the market was so crazy hot and looking back a lot of these sold from january to april which was the hottest of hot markets that we've ever seen in in the toronto real estate board and it's not something we've seen probably for a very long time if you as you suggested and um it's not continuing obviously into 2018 it's not and if you look at the 76 sales even if you look at over five million dollars We've had 15 sales this year, over $5 million, versus 28 last year. But let's break that down. The reason is we're at a very healthy level. Uh, we're, we're at 2016 levels, and that's going to continue. And if you think about the market, 2016, 
was a healthy market. It was very balanced. I mean, you still had multiple offers and everything, but you didn't have that crazy market where people were just throwing money at houses because there was no inventory. So that has a lot to do with it. And, you know, there's there's a lot of areas, like if you look at Rosedale, which is a luxury market in, in the Toronto area, they actually had one more sale this year than they did last year. So, you know, this year they sold 10 homes in that market and last year they had nine. So it's still active. What we're looking at is overall uh, people have decided that they're either going to stay in their luxury home or, you know, people that are upsizing are thinking, hey, I don't need to pay $3 million for a luxury home. You know, I may pay $2 million, I may pay $1 million. And there's a lot of chatter about, the foreign buyer tax having taken a, a bite out of the luxury market. But and did it take a bite out of it? It didn't because the people that are uh, that are having to pay that foreign buyer's tax, and, and there's so many loopholes for people not to pay that tax, it's not fair to blame that tax on, on any of this. What you're seeing is, is the people that do have to pay that tax, it's a cost of doing business. And Christopher Alexander from... Remax Integra actually stated that when these people are looking for a property, when they're looking for a luxury property, they account for that 15% and it's just, it's a cost of them moving to Ontario. So it has nothing to do with what's happened in the luxury market. What has taken a chunk out of that is the bank stress test and, and the qualifiers, because if you could qualify for a $3 million home last year, remember it, it affected people by 16%. So that's going to bring you down to the two and a half million, two point seven million dollar range because that's what you can qualify for now. And if Toronto's luxury market has been set at three million dollars, then you're not going to qualify for that. Obviously, that's going to affect you know the sales in that market. Now, if we were to look at the condo market specifically, where does that fit in terms of the luxury market? If anything has bucked the trend for luxury. It's been condos, and that's the trend that we have seen. If you look at average price for all of Toronto, so forget luxury right now. If you just look at average price and people are saying the average price is down, it's not because prices are falling. It's because people have shifted their focus to more uh, affordable uh, properties, so condos being one of them. And that's the condo market. And and it's the lifestyle. Uh, So if you look at condos over $3 million in Toronto, For condo luxury, you're looking at $2 million. But let's say we look at $3 million for condos. We had eight sales of condos this year as opposed to five last year. So that's a significant increase. That's pretty much almost double uh, uh, the condo market. I mean, you know, when you look at numbers, it's only eight. But if you look at percentages, it's almost double. And Heather, the condo market is it's a $2 million price point for luxury. What's happening in there? That's right, Asif. Um, as you were saying, the condo luxury market hasn't changed significantly um, since last year. So far this year, we've had 17 condos sold in excess of $2 million. And these numbers only fell short of the 19 reported last year. Two less. That's right. And if we're looking at condos that are selling for $2 million, what kind of condo does that kind of money buy you? Well, it all depends on location, right? So the most expensive areas for condos in Toronto are Casa Loma as well as Yorkville. So if you want to be in those areas, $2 million will get you maybe 1,500 square feet. Now, keep in mind that you're going to be in a beautiful building with upscale amenities. Some of them have valet parking. You've got the full concierge. It's it's a lifestyle, right? Um, if you want to go a little bit further south, you can go to Mimico area. You're going to be on the water and you're going to get a lot more space. 
but it's going to be a whole different feel. And what about um, the the price point in those areas? Is it as high as it is in the Casaloma area, as you suggested, or Yorkville area? To put it in perspective, the most expensive condo in Yorkville right now is selling for $13.9 million. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You left me at a loss there. So we're seeing that, you know, people are shifting their focus to that condo market, right, Asif? They are. And traditionally, if you think about, uh, you know, people living in luxury homes, you know, as Heather was talking about, it's a lifestyle. And people want that luxurious lifestyle. They don't want to, you know, lose any of that. But at the same time, they're looking at, you know, empty nesters are looking at traveling. They're looking at, you know, uh, somewhere they can go where it has all the amenities that they need all encompassed in one building. It's almost like simplifying their lifestyle. That's right. And, you know, we had that whole smart sizing thing. This is exactly what this is. So they're taking their lifestyle, compressing it and moving into a condo now. And that has changed a lot over the years because people 10 years ago would never say, hey, I'm going to sell my 6,000 square foot mansion and move into a 1,500 square foot condo. Nobody ever said that. But now that's the norm. What other um, highlights can you share with us in terms of that Remax luxury luxury report? Well, the, the supply and you know, everything has to do with supply and demand in real estate. It's That's the economics of the industry. There is a shortage of listings over $3 million right now. So if there's nothing for sale, obviously there's going to be less sales. People that live in luxury homes right now are choosing to stay in their luxury homes. And, you know, uh, the report says that we are down in listings over $3 million, which means people that are selling their $3 million homes or more don't know where they're going to go. So they stay in those homes. You know, they, once you, you're in a five, 6,000 square foot home, you're not going to upsize. Or typically you're not going to upsize. You're going to want to go down. And if you don't have that ideal property that you want to move down to, you're just going to stay in your home. And that's what we're seeing as well. Okay. Heather, you're going to stick around for the hot listing of the week. That's right. Okay. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions as well. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com and click on On the Market. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions. The first one comes from Ali in Markham. He's hoping to create a basement apartment in his home. His question is, would a real estate agent help him find a tenant and where does he go to for help about making sure the unit is up to code, et cetera, in terms of ex- exits? What do you think he should do? Great question, Ellie. And, you know, with the focus shifting to secondary suites in, in homes and, and that being allowed now in Markham, what we're looking at is you need to go to the municipality and find out. Uh, first, you have to apply for a permit for a secondary suite. And they will advise you as to what you require in that suite. Uh, you know, you're going to need a fire ins- inspection, an electrical inspection. Uh, the, you have to have windows and doors that are large enough for people to get out in case of emergency. 
And also, as far as renting it, yeah, a realtor can help you. Uh, a lot of people with secondary suites will just put it on Kijiji or in the papers, but uh, a, a realtor will definitely be able to help you as well. And what is the cost to Ali for this kind of expertise? Approximate. For the renting itself? Yeah, to it's, help him find a tenant that would be appropriate. It's typically half a month's rent. Half a month's uh, sorry, rent. one okay. month rent, and then the other realtor gets half a month, so we share it with the other side. So it's not a, a huge income stream or anything like that. It, mm-hmm. It's more of a service that uh, realtors provide to their clients. So it's not expensive at all, and you get someone that will go through all of the documents with you and make sure that you're getting the right person. And where is it that the realtor would start his or her search for a tenant? Tenants often approach realtors because they know that uh, they may have properties coming up or, you know, they have clients that are renting out properties. So a lot of tenants will contact realtors. Uh, we advertise on the MLS and a lot of other channels uh, to get tenants. What you want to make sure is you're getting the right tenant. There's a lot of tenants that will apply for properties. You need to pick the right tenant. That's a, that's a great point. Our next question comes from Laura in Kleinberg. She's looking to sell and move further south in the region. She wants to know how many homes she should see before making an offer. And what do you think a seller would accept as a fair price? These are kind of difficult questions, aren't they? They sure are, especially the first one as to how many homes you will see. You know, myself, I think I chose the second home, even though I went on to see four or five. You just know when you walk into a home, if that's the home for you, you you get that feeling and and, you know, you, you see that it has all the the features that would benefit your needs and wants. So that's typically more of what you should be looking for. And if your realtor has done, you know, a great job in listening to what you're looking for, you may only have to see one or two or three. So, you know, there's there's a lot of people that will brag and say, I saw 18 homes before I selected this one or 20 homes that's that just means that there's some sort of disconnect between you know what you want and what the realtor feels you want so you want to be able to narrow it down as quick as possible the other thing is sometimes you need to see different styles of homes before you even know what you want so mm-hmm. some people will start off at uh, you know with townhouses and then realize after seeing five or six townhouses that that's not for them so they'll switch to a semi or they'll switch to a detach so you know once you know what you want and can communicate that to your realtor, it's a very quick process. And another great point there, because maybe you don't know what you want. Maybe you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to downsize, and it's going to be um, a townhouse or a bungalow, but maybe not. That's right. You know, And once you get out there and take a look at what's out there and what's available at that time, it will help guide you. And in terms of you know, Laura's second question here, what do you think a seller would accept as a fair price? W- where do you go with that? Typically, homes sell for about 98% of asking if they're priced properly. And the key there is if they're priced properly. Some homes are still being priced at last year's levels, which aren't very reflective of market conditions, not even last year. And a lot of people think because homes sold for multiple offers, that has now become the market value. That really hasn't become the market value that was more of a supply and demand equation where people were having to pay more than market value for a home. As long as your home is priced right, you should be able to uh, get the home for right around asking. The time that you get a deal on a home or a perceived deal on a home is when the home isn't priced right. It's it's overpriced and 
you know, people are taking market value for it. So it appears that you're getting a deal, but you're actually paying market value for it. And who do you blame for that error in pricing that home? Is that the homeowner? Is that the agent? Is that a combination of the two? I tend to go towards the agent because the agent should be able to educate the seller and say, this is actually the value of your home. A lot of sellers will get stubborn and say, no, this is what I want. And that's when you see home sitting for six months and mm-hmm. eight months and and having price drops, multiple price drops. And they've actually missed the market because now there's a stigma attached to that home. And people are saying, wow, this, is, this home's been on for six months or eight months. I wonder what the problem is. So, you know, the realtor should be able to step in and say, this is the price of your home. This is why. Back it up with you know, actual sales in the area because list prices don't mean anything. It's actual sale prices that dictate what the market value of the home is. So if that's communicated properly, then you're not going to have these discrepancies in uh, price versus sale price. Asif, let's take this moment right now then to remind our listeners if they have a question for you, how do they connect with you directly? They can call me at 416-985-5426 or email me at asif at thehomeshop.ca. And next on the show, the hot listing of the week, Heather Cooper from REMAX Prime Properties is here with the details. Heather, over to you. Thanks, Tina. This week, I'm going to be talking about a beautifully updated uh, condo in the heart of Newmarket. It's right next to hospitals, malls, schools, parks. It's a great location right at Davis Drive and Loam. This condo, it's got three large bedrooms. It's great for families. It's got storage room, a locker, two parking spots with an option for a third, a great large balcony and this one has just hit the market it's new to the market and listed at four hundred and fourteen thousand nine hundred and will not last long at that price that's awesome that's four hundred and fourteen thousand for a three-bedroom condo it's a family-sized condo it's over a thousand square feet and we've talked about that how there is a need and there's an interest in these family-sized condos now right there sure is and you know again it's a lifestyle choice so you've you've got a lot of families or you've got you know, kids with uh, a parent moving in that a three-bedroom condo would be ideal because you don't have the maintenance that goes with a three-bedroom home. And at the same time, you've still got that family unit living in the same premises. And usually these size of condos, are they older condos then? So this condo building is an older condo building, and that is why you're going to see it, you know, out of the over a 1,000 square feet with the three bedrooms and the extra parking but just because it's an older condo doesn't mean that it's run down or anything like that. It often means that at least everything has kind of settled, right? Everything is settled. The inside of this place has been completely renovated, freshly painted. The kitchen has been redone, the bathroom, everything in the place. It shows beautifully, lots of natural light. It's gorgeous. So, Heather, let's uh, remind our listeners um, just about some of the highlights. Okay, it's three large bedrooms. Um, you've got two parking spots with an option for a third. You've got a storage room and locker, so plenty of storage. Um, if you need more information on the property, you can contact Jennifer Gallant at 905-554-5522. And also, if you want to add something about this condo. I was going to add, you know, usually when you look at some of these older buildings and larger units, you get maintenance fees in the $1,000, $1,100 range uh, per month. And that's typically more than the mortgage. But this building itself is very well managed. What were the maintenance fees? It's just under $600 a month. That's right. They're $578 a month. Wow, that's pretty amazing. It really is. And so it is an option if someone is interested as an investment property as well, perhaps? Investment properties in the new market area where this is, this is right at um, 
Davis Drive and uh, and Lauren. So it's close to the hospital. And so you have a lot of, it's a teaching hospital. So you have a lot of younger doctors moving in and this would be great for, you know, a couple of doctors to share or, or anything like that. Wow, lots of options there. Heather, thank you. Great, thanks, Tina. Asif, that's our show. Awesome, Tina. Thank you very much. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.